That's why you get in the word. That's why you listen to the podcast. That's why you you pray in the Holy Spirit. That's why you get with people who are full of faith. I wish you life, man. I know a lot of people that are scared to go die. Couple of them thinking of me living in the sky. While I'm here living, man, I gotta ask why. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of Faith and Barbells. Um, I'm your host, Brian Neitch. Hope everybody is having a wonderful week. You know, I had another 5 a.m. session this morning with some um, couple men. And you know, it's just really, what a wonderful way to start your day. And uh, what's, what's really cool is um, it's about a 20-minute drive to, to, um, to, you know, where we're working out. I live in San Antonio, and I'm, I'm, I meet them in New Braunfels. And, you know, it, it gives me some time. I, I put on, I have some um, audio. I put on some confession. Um, Char, you know, some Charles, Charles Caps has a great book about confession, and he's got some confessions in the back of it. And I, I really enjoy that. And, and um, you know, I confess that I'm the body of Christ. You know, Satan has no power over me. Some, just some awesome things. Um. And then, you know, sometimes after that I pop in a, uh, I listen to a couple songs or, or a song or two. Man, just the Spirit of God fills my truck. Amazing, amazing way to start your day. Well, hope you have a Bible. Get your Bible out and um, and a pen and a piece of paper or your notebook if you got one. You know, something I found to be real helpful is to take notes with a pen and paper. You know, get a notebook, write things down. It really helps me to digest it. You know, it makes it more real than just listening. Listening is great and it gets into your spirit, feeds your soul, but you know, when you write it down, when you make notes, it really does something to, for me. Um, and I hope it can do the same for you. Well, Psalms 112, let's let's start there, Psalms 112. Father, we come to you and we just love you. We thank you for your sacrifice of Jesus. We thank you for giving us a way to the throne. You said, in, uh, with Paul wrote in Romans, that we can boldly come to the throne of grace, Lord. And we come to you right now and thank you for wisdom and revelation. We pray that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened in Jesus' name. Praise God. Psalms chapter one, uh, 112. <clears throat> and God's a good God. You know, something that's um, been on my heart, it's really, you know, it's really um, huge in a Christian or, or someone who is born again, it's a it's a big part of the life of anyone to be established in something, right? Like a, a, an engineer on the job, you know, he he really is established in math. And science. I mean, he must know the bottom level, middle level, top level 
of the art of engineering, which is based in that in math and science. You know how things weigh, how how structures hold, and how they um, how they hold weight in certain ways and angles and and so on. So he has an established practice in that area, and a huge a huge part. A lot of people miss. Is getting it's building that foundation, getting that established heart. Establishing that core, that foundation in scripture, in the word of God. You know, that's that's a huge element. You don't build your life on a whim, right? I mean, there's some people that do. Mo- a lot of people, they just they go from the at the winds of change. You know, something's coming in one day, they try it. The next next day, it's blowout. They try something different. So, you know, and that, that's really something that you know. When I first met the Lord, of course, I was a kid, and when I first really, I was nine years old. But when I first really surrendered, if you look down in, in these. Um, and all these podcasts, you can see, like, I talk about my story a little bit. But I really, God led me to a hunger. He gave me a hunger. He led me to the Word. He gave me a hunger for the Word. And that I, I, I spent a good 18 months just establishing myself in His Word. And that really is huge. Huge. So Psalms 112, you know, established heart. No matter what may happen, an established heart can get you through it. Let's read let's read this. Um, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that fears the Lord and gr- delights greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. His righteousness endures forever. Up unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man shows favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Verse 8, his heart is established. And he shall not be afraid until he, see, until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He's he has dispersed. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn or his kingdom or his authority shall be exalted with honor. Then the wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away the wicked. And the desire of the wicked shall perish. Praise God. This really is a profile 
of a born again, a born again righteous man. And that you know that and that's some there's some things that a believer, especially a new believer, even old people, they could, old 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 believer, not old person, but someone who's been you know who's who's been with Jesus for a long time. They don't we don't mature. Some people don't mature. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not the most mature person in the whole world spiritually, but most. I mean, there's a lot of people, not most, but a lot of people who don't grow up in spiritual things, who don't grow up in love, who don't grow up in, in God. And man, this is, and this is huge. And this is what I'm talking about. An established heart. Verse 8, it says that his heart is established or it's sustained, it's held And how do you do that? Right above it. He should not be afraid of evil tidings because his heart is fixed. Trusting in the Lord. An established heart is fixed on the Lord Jesus. On God in heaven. Right? Led by the Holy Spirit. It's a key, man. It's, I'm telling you, it's a key. I love it. It's a key when we find these truths of the gospel. Truths in the word of God. This is the good news. <laughs> it's it's life changing. It is life changing. No matter right, no matter what may happen, a, an established heart can stand in the consciousness that if God is for him, no one can successfully be his enemy and win. Turn to Romans 8. Let's go to look at Romans 8 real quick. <clears throat> 8.31 What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? What an amazing promise. And it's true. You are in Christ. If God is for you, if God is for you, how can anyone stand? That's God Almighty. He's the biggest man in the, in the neighborhood. No one can come against that. No one. No one. So basically, an established heart stands and knows that no matter what the circumstance looks like, no matter how big the monster is, if God is for him, no one can be the enemy. Because there is no enemy. The enemy is defeated. And that, if that ain't good, I don't know what is. <laughs> I mean, I know situations can come, can get dark. I know situations definitely can get bleak. You know, but when you have that established heart in God, when you have the realization, when you really believe and live in the place that God is for you, man. You know, I talked a little bit once uh, a couple weeks ago about God is good. Yeah, and He is good to you, and He wants to do good for you. Well, this is the, this this um, piggybacks off that that. That he is there for you, and he wants to do good for you, and that's got—that's got to sink in. That's got to sink in. Got to sink in. 
gotta sink in. First Corinthians three. Um, you know Paul's writing, and uh, he's talking. He's talking to the Corinthians about, you know, about life and what they're what they're thinking, how they're thinking, how they're acting, and how they're not acting godly. They're not acting like as born again. Holy Ghost people, right? Chapter 3, verse 1. Let's read together. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as on, only unto carnal, even as unto babes or babies in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. Hitherto were you not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. Are you saying so you... You cannot even take, you can't chew on a, a bone. You can't take a steak because you can't chew on it. You can't, you can't take it in. You can't, you're still a baby in this stuff. You're still young in this stuff. You haven't grown. Verse 3 says, For you are yet carnal or fleshly. For whereas there's among you envying and strifes and divisions, and you are not carnal. And are you not carnal and walk as men? Or according to man, according to this world, still. <laughs> so he's, I mean, he's basically saying here, you guys are just think, feeling, thinking, emotionally driven, an emotional driven life. Um, you know, most people who are like this, they're, st- they're established in fear, not established in faith. They're established in they have they're established in sickness, poverty, weakness, self-ruled. I like that. You know the human mind. I mean the human, um, the human standard, the worldly standard, is a self-ruled mind. Self-ruled. And that's what we are not as born-again men and women of God, right? Not self-ruled, but spirit-ruled, word-ruled. That should be our final authority. Let's see, I have the Amplified here. I'm going to read this in the Amplified. 1 Corinthians 3 in the Amplified. That's the wrong, that's the message Bible. Bear with me, I have my phone now. Because For you are still unspiritual, having the nature of the flesh under the control of ordinary impulses. Now remember, we're talking about we are born again believers, right? And that's what we have to think like. But in, in the next few weeks, I think I'm going to talk about the true identity of a, of a, a, a born again believer. Man, I've been listening to Brother Dollar, Creflo Dollar, and he is nailing. The Holy Spirit is revealing some stuff through him. But this is what this is what um, this is what we're talking about. So many Christians are still fleshly driven, under the control of ordinary impulses. I like that. This is um, 1 Corinthians three out of the Amplified, verse three. For as long as they are envying and jealousy. And wrangling and factions among you. 
Are you not unspiritual and of the flesh, behaving yourselves after a human standard and like mere unchanged men? We are not mere unchanged men and women. My gosh, the God of the universe, the Almighty, has taken our dead man on the inside and made him brand new. And that is, if that ain't, if that's not something to rejoice about, <laughs> praise God, that is awesome. And I am, ex- that's exciting. That is change. That is from death to life. Paul says it in the New Testament. From the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. The kingdom of light. I like Romans 12. It says it, we have been changed from the, 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 the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has give, made us free from the law of sin and death. We have a different kingdom that we're in. And it's amazing. Like the old covenant brought death. Jesus brought life. We are in a new family. It's all, it is, praise God, it is, it's amazing. And I am, I am rejoicing it every day. And that's, that's it, that's it, man. That's it. That's it. I don't let the little situations, life, drag you down. My heart is becoming established every day. An established heart is something you live on and you live by and it propels you to another level in Christ Jesus. I love it. And I'm not, I, don't live in, I don't live that fear, that life of fear, the life of sickness, the life of disease, the life of pain and suffering. Yes, yes, this world is full of that. We experience pain, we experience fear, we experience suffering, poverty, weakness. It all happens, but that's not what I'm established in. That's what my day-to-day life is not like. I don't... focus and I'm not dwell dwelling and I'm not relying on that as the source of my 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 weakness I have strength in the word strength in the hope that Jesus has made me and changed me no longer am I an unchanged man but I am born of the spirit it's awesome it's awesome uh, point three here: the, a word-ruled mind is never prepared to fail. A word-ruled mind. Some somebody who has a mind ruled by the Word of God, and that is huge. Think about it. Think about it when, when you know when the situation arises. When the Word of God is top priority in your thinking, that is what gets you through day to day. That is what doesn't focus on defeat. That is what gets you to that victory status. You know, the Word says in the New Testament that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. How do we become more than conquerors? You know, it says also in, in the book of Revelation, we, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. How did they overcome? Because their mind is not ruled by defeat and death. 
but it's ruled by the word, which is Jesus. It's, it's that victory. It's that hope. You got to ask yourself, what's ruling your mind? What's ruling your thought life? Let's go to James real quick. James 1. Um, As you think about it, that's a that's a big question. Big question. James 1, verse 5. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given to him. But let him ask in faith, not wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Remember, we're talking about a mind that is stayed on the word, right? For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord, a double-minded man. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So, when your mind is not ruled by the Word of God, that's the perfect picture. It's wavering. It's like a it's like a wave tossing a boat to and fro, left and right. Right. It even it, James even says here, you're double-minded. You think one way, yet you do another way. You have you don't have a single mind or a single focus. A double-minded man is unstable. And he he will receive nothing from the Lord. Huge. Huge. It's just impacting. You know, yeah, you know, take a little stock right here. Why haven't things you've been hoping and believing for, praying for coming to pass? You know, are you double-minded? What does that mean, Pastor? Well, I'll tell you right now. Have you ever believed for one thing? You know, God, I pray for healing of my body. Lord, you said, you know, you said you, 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 you healed me on the cross. And I believe it and I receive that. And then later on, you wake up and you got pains in your belly. And you start thinking, man, I'm just, I'm, am I going to die? Is this going to kill me? You start talking, oh, I'm so sick. I'm just so sick right now. I'm so, I feel so crappy and I'm, I'm just sick. I'm just, this, this thing is killing me. Oh, it's hurting me. Oh, well, that's double-minded. That's not staying on the promise of God. That's not fighting when you stood and stood. That's double-minded. That's believing in death, believing in life, believing in death, believing in life, believing in death. A double-minded man is unstable. You can't be stable and sound and sure when you're double-minded. Because you you start believing in faith and you start believing in fear. But an established heart, in no matter what the circumstance, stands solid on the Word of God. Solid on the Word of God.
an established heart is unwavering. You know, I like in in Genesis, um, Abraham. Abraham, it says against hope. Actually, this is Romans four, but the story is about him in, in Genesis. He says Abraham against hope believed in hope, right? Because what it's saying is he he had no hope. He had no hope of a, of, a, of having a child. He was old. Him and his wife Ab- Sarah had been trying. They've been trying for years. But against that hope, he believed in a new hope. A new hope, unwavering, that God would do what he said he would do, no matter what the situation, no matter how long they had been barren, and how long they had not seen a promised son. He stood, he stood strong. Man, what an example. No matter what. Even if, when they turn their lights off, that's That's rough. But still standing and God is my provider and he meets all my needs needs according to his riches and glory. I will come through this. That's standing. That's standing strong. That's tough, man. And it doesn't have to get that way, but that's if it does even if it does stand, man, I'd rather go out. That's why you get in the word. That's why you listen to the podcast. That's why you you pray in the Holy Spirit. That's why you get with people who are full of faith. I just don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I can't believe God's done this to me. You know, and that's a lie already. But, um, <laughs> but that's why you establish your heart. That's why you get in the word. That's why you listen to the podcast. That's why you, you pray in the Holy Spirit. That's why you get with people who are full of faith. And build each other up. And you talk about the good things that Jesus has done. Right? Because he has. Praise God. He has made all things new. All things new. And that's what we have to grab on, grab hold of. That's what we have grab hold of. The mind established in the word. Right? 1 Corinthians uh, 2, 16. We have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. I mean, if you're dealing with mental issues, if you're dealing with a confused mind, if you're dealing with a weary mind, a fearful mind, grab hold of that mind and say and tell it. I have the mind of Christ and I will think clearly. I will hear the Holy Spirit. Right? Sometimes, man, you got to get just fat, flat out angry at the situation. Because if you don't watch it, the, the Satan will lead you in circle after circle after circle after circle. I mean, he'll have you so confused, you don't know what's next. What's up? What's down? I know several examples now. One in particular, where this person just, they're having mental problems with their uh, relationships. They're just, it's, it's rough for them. They can't handle it. And this is a, this is a born again believer. And you just got to get flat out mad 
and stand on the Bible and what it says. I have the mind of Christ and I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to let this overcome me. I refuse. That's the kind of things you got to do. That's the kind of thing that you have to stand and not give up. No matter what, how it looks. I mean, look, the feeling and the emotion, that can lie to you. Right? Yeah, we praise God we have emotions to express ourselves with and enjoy life with. And, you know, sometimes we're sad and, and so on. And we can, and we can um, experience and, and um, hope for people. And, 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 but, man, those, the heart will... The heart can it'll it'll fail you. It'll lie to you. It'll it'll tell you when things are 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 not good. It'll tell you they're good. It'll tell you they're when they're good that they're that they're not good when it is good. That's why we have the Word of God. That's why we have the mind of Christ. First uh, Corinthians two sixteen. For who has known or understood the mind? the counsels and its purposes of the Lord so as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge. But we have the mind of Christ and do hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart. So claim that, man. Claim that. If that's you this week, claim it. Praise God you can claim it and you don't have to settle for despair. You don't have to settle for a confused life. First Timothy says that, that he has not given us his spirit of fear, but a, a power of love and a sound mind. Now God loves you. You got to remember that. And that, that's a huge, huge part of having that sound mind. You read up above in those script in, in First Timothy, he says that Stir up the gift of love that God has given you. He's given you a spirit of a sound mind. And man, that's that's a mind that's peaceful. That's a mind that is is a whole. Claim it. Claim it. <laughs> it's there for the taking. It's there for the taking. Every believer owes it to himself to be established in the word. Right? Because this stuff just doesn't just happen. It doesn't just fall in your lap. I know I was telling someone the other day. You know, it, it's a... You know, when you become born again, when you first become born again... You know, things, I mean, are they exciting, you know? Uh, you're, you're seeing the Bible for the first time. Uh, you know, you pray for something and it happens. You believe God for something and it comes to pass. You meet all these people. You just, you get all the ooey-gooey feeling. It's awesome, right? But if you don't cultivate that and continue that and, 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 uh, and water that and plant that and grow that, 
then that'll, that could fade away. And eventually, you know, God has to take you off of his shoulder and set you down and, and have you do some walking on your own. And you do the faith, the words of faith. You do the speaking in faith. You building yourself up in, in your most holy faith. You praying in the Holy Ghost, right? Confessing the word, believing the word. You taking authority, right? It doesn't come like it, like it, like it used to, but it can. I, I, I was, you know, it would look silly, right? For a dad to carry in an 18-year-old person on their shoulder into church or anywhere, into the grocery store to work, right? 18-year-old sitting on the shoulder of the dad or mom even. That would look strange. I mean, we'd call that, we'd almost call that child abuse because you're not letting that kid do what he should do. But turn that around and look at you and your spiritual walk. Are you still expecting God to carry you around on his shoulder? Are you still expecting him to change the diaper? Right? No. You shouldn't be. Eventually you graduate from a crawl, right? Like a babe in the spirit who drinks the milk of the word of God and begins to grow and then takes stronger meat and stronger meat and begins to walk on their own. Of course he's there the whole time. But as you walk on your own, you're establishing yourself in the word of God. Your heart is fixed, trusting. in, Like Psalms 112 says, your heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. And you turn, he's right there the whole time, Lord. What about, what about this situation? What do you think we should do? You're right, that's what we should do. Let's do it. I mean, it becomes a give and take, a, a, a beautiful relationship. That's where we can get to. Where every day is something beautiful because you're talking to the Most High. The great I Am, the one who created all things for our pleasure and for His. Right? But the key to get there is establishing yourself in His Word. Establishing your heart on Him. On who He is. On the man Jesus, our Savior. Praise God. Oh, our God in Heaven is so amazing. So thankful. Right? Every believer should know what he is in Christ. So thoroughly that no matter what happens, he stands unruffled and unaffected. That's our goal, man. To be unruffled, unchanged by the world, unmoved by the world, unmoved by circumstance. Not given to every wind of doctrine, every wind of situation, every tragedy wrecks our lives. Not living from problem to problem.
Established heart. The established heart is one who meditates on God's word. Focuses on God's word. Listens to God's word. Prays about the word of God. Prays about the Bible. Remember the word is spiritual. When we walk in the spirit, we're walking in the word of God, in the truth of the word of God. Right? Satan can't use that. He uses only things that are fleshly. And we live in the word. We're established in the word. We're not established. We're not, we're not flowing and walking fleshly. We're listening to the Holy Spirit. And that is the weapon we have. The weapon of the word of God. That's how we conquer our day. Not living in the flesh. Living for our own desires. Living for our own emotion. Our own feeling. Right? And thank God we have those. But it's living by the word. It's living through the word. It's living through the truth of the word of God. The absolute truth of the word of God. Walking in love. Walking in hope. Walking in the faith that he's given us. I mean, once you find out through the word who you are, you become a lion. Why do you think they called, Jesus was called the lion? Of the, he didn't just get like that. God didn't just snap his fingers and he's like, oh, you're a lion now. No, he found out through the study and the meditation of the word who he was, that he was the chosen, the king of kings, the lord of lords. He was the great I am. He was the manifestation of the word of God. John 1.1 1, 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That was Jesus. He found himself in the word and he became established in that. And he was unshakable. He even told Peter to the point where Peter was like, Lord, I will save you. No one will hurt you. I will, I will die before they kill you. And, 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 and Jesus, knowing the word of God, knowing his path, he told his friend, his beloved friend even. He said, he said, you don't know what spirit you're talking through. Get behind me, Satan. Because he had a mission. As do we. Man, I pray that, Lord, your, your, your eyes are open to this. I know it's kind of long this week, but, but I just had, I had this in, in me. This, uh, had this something in me. I just had to, I had to get this out. And, and you know, when you have, you know, when you when you have that in you, the itching in you, you just have to get out the fact that what God has put in you, and that that is it. This week established your heart. Yeah, yes. Last week we talked about be thankful, and the one way to get there is to establish yourself in that word of thankfulness, in that word of hope, in the word that says that you are more than a conqueror, living. And studying and meditating and dwelling on the promise and what he's done for us. That will, will set your foundation of faith like you're never before and your fire like never before where you can go 
And you can lay hands on the sick because you know that the blood of Jesus has set us free. You know the stripes on his back was, was for our healings. You know that he was raised from the dead. That same power that took him from hell into heaven lives inside of you. And it's for the world. It's for the lost. It's for the hurting. It's for the sick. And we're there to deliver it. We don't get there until we're established on who we are. Our hearts established on the word of God. And that's it. That's all I have. Established heart. Man, that's, it's, a, it's huge, right? Huge. Well, until next time, guys, I, um, you know, I love you guys. I'm, thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for supporting. And um, I just pray you all have a blessed week. I, I pray this goes down inside. You know, yeah, I'll do that. I, I pray, you know, that it just, it makes a difference to this week. You know, you know, if you, if you, you want to confess this with me, let's, let's, let's end with some confession about, about our heart. Say, Father in heaven, I today confess my heart is established in your word. No longer am I established in fear, doubt, frustration, death, but life in your word, in your hope, and from this day forward, I will meditate, pray, and seek you more than ever before. It's a new day for me, and I thank you. Thank you for changing me and leading me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise God. Believe that. Continue in that. Watch your life change. Watch your peace grow. And watch your family grow. I pray for you guys. If you don't have a, a job, I pray that God sends the right job to you. I, I pray, Lord, that their bills are paid, their, their needs are met according to your riches and glory, according to the covenant of promise that you've given us. I love y'all. Have a great week. Thanks again. This is Brian Neitch. Another edition of Faith and Barbells.